I do like that countdown it gives us, but that's here and there. Uh, welcome to the Mallory Report. Of course, the views and opinions of the Mallory Report are those of Cat Ward and not not of mine. Okay. <laughs> uh, Cat Ward from Paranormal Heart uh, drops by in our continuing series of faces and returning guests that we've uh, enjoyed. She's been a frequent flyer, bad pun, on the pond for it's been a while now. It has Too been. Long to remember, right? Yeah, ten years. Can't be that long. Well, it could be because when I was talking to Johnny about this last week, you're, you're what celebrating six years. Yep. And there was like two and a half years there before where I was trying to convince you to do a show. So. Yep. So yeah, there was and there was a time there where you weren't even thinking about it, and denied it straight up, denied it. So yeah, it could be ten years. <laughs> <laughs> it could be. <laughs> Working through the phases of guilt there. <laughs> nope, no part of it. Nope, mm, I'm not doing maybe. it. <laughs> now I'm doing it. So how are you? I mean, how's how's the the paranormal hormone? <laughs> Parahormonal. <laughs> yeah, the paranormal. Whatever her show name is. <laughs> it's good. <laughs> I have my uh, well, like I said, I just did six years uh, last month already. Uh, thanks to people like you and John Mallard and a few others. Um, yeah, I remember in the beginning it was a it was a big hell no, I'm not doing it. And here I am six years later. So <laughs> so there's a few faces on the pond that say hello, MLK and Geo. I'm oh, not hey. seen German Time Runner. Last week he was at a holiday party. And the week before that he was at a Capitals game, if you can believe that. You know, hockey, his first love. We'll give him what, some grief. I mean, you mean he doesn't just uh, set aside Tuesday nights at 9 p.m. Eastern Standard Time? Ninety uh, percent of the time, but there's a few, <laughs> there's a few things that rank above that. <laughs> Free food and hockey, I, I think, are the two. <laughs> Which I, uh, I can't blame them. Free food and hockey would probably be stuff above my. <laughs> I don't even watch hockey, and I'm a Canadian. Uh oh. They, Does this no, mean I'm going to lose my citizenship any second now? Yeah. <laughs> Your Canadian card is going to be revoked. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> As long as we say sorry at least 10 times a day, we're fine. <laughs> um, so you've been doing this show six years. I, st I still can't wrap my head around that. Like, I know. I remember asking you, should I do this? How do I know if I'm going to like it? And you're like, well, if you can get five episodes under your belt, then you're gonna, you're gonna, it's just smooth sailing. And um, here we are six years later. You were right. Yeah, because nobody likes the first few. No. I'm, I'm so glad my first few aren't recorded, but that's here or there. Well, actually, some of them are. If you're desperate, you can find some of them Ooh, on the I'm other have YouTube. I'm going to look for that. Yeah, they're out on, there. on On YouTube? Yeah, they're on YouTube, but they're not on my Mallory Report channel. They're okay. Ooh. <laughs> they're out there. Um, I'm going to be doing some digging. I, I'm, if you could build some clues and figure out where they are. If you... So, okay, so have you been doing any investigating as of late? No, I kind of took a little hiatus. Um, my shifts, I would usually work 3 to 11, uh, so evening shifts. And there's five of us on the team. I have a real hard time getting everybody together. Um, I just can't get my schedules to work with everybody else's. So instead of just saying, well, does this date work? And everybody else says yes, and I say no. Okay, how about does this date work? Everybody else says yes, and I'm like, no, sorry. Uh, I'm just like, you know what, just go. And if I can make it, I'll go. Because it's not like I can book time off at work. Because they're going to ask, oh. well, what do, you, what do you want it for? It's like, I'm to go look for ghosts. <laughs> They'd be like, yeah, no. <laughs> um, uh, previous engagement? No. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. It's funny, though, because I have been talking to a lot of people of our era, so to speak. And I find more and more of us stepping away from it for one reason or the other. Um, oh, MLK wants to know if we can ask what you do for a living. I kind of know, but I don't want to spill your tea. So. Oh, I work at a front desk at a hotel. Which is very haunted, by the way. I'm just kidding. Just kidding. Not very, but <laughs> been known to a couple of things happen. <laughs> Remember, you got all the blame for the, the views and opinions earlier. <laughs> Um, it is interesting though, because I mean, I'm sure you still have uh itch to do it though. I don't, I kind of do. Um, 
But instead of doing private residences now, I prefer going to historical places. So a couple of years ago, we went to a place called Picton Heights. It used to be um, a military base. So there's three buildings there. And then it turned into a sanatorium. And I always said I would never do sanatoriums because the energy just would feel off for me. And I just never want to do it. So when I agreed to go to this Picton Heights, I didn't know it was a sanatorium and (laughs) sanitarium, however you pronounce it. And um, yeah, find out a couple days before we go. And I'm like, oh, well, crap. (laughs) Guess I'm going. Um, It was pretty interesting, actually. Um, So when we do the investigations, I like to have a FLIR. I don't know if I'm pronouncing that right. It's the thermal it's, camera. It sounds Canadian. I pronounce it FLIR. So. <laughs> the FLIR, yeah. Maybe it's a FLIR. I, I don't know. I never know how to pronounce it. I don't either. Um, we'll, we'll give you the Canadian accent on it. Yeah. <laughs> so I usually have one of those, and I usually have a, um, a mag light that I have attached to my belt, and they kind of look like, you know, guns. So we were, <laughs> well, they kind of do if, if you don't know today's technology, right? Yeah. So um, normally we introduce ourselves and, and to the spirits and tell them what pieces of, of equipment that we're using. And instead of calling them by name, we'll also describe them because we don't know when they were alive. So they might not know what a flashlight is or, you know. Yeah. Um, so we totally forgot to describe the, um, the equipment we're using. And on the um, ovulus, it said, uh, she, gun. And we're all looking at each other going, she, gun. And I went, oh. So then I explained, you know, this is actually a flashlight, you know, like a, like a big candle. <laughs> and uh, described what the other pieces of equipment were. And uh, so that was pretty interesting. And um, so the buildings are pretty much gutted now. There's, well, actually, they're going to be tearing down the buildings, I think, in 2024. Uh, but what they were doing with the buildings in the past couple of years is uh, paintball. So you would you would go in there, and <laughs> it's got like the walls, like it's 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 a mess in there, and you see paintball stains all over the place. And sometimes some of the paintballs uh, didn't uh, explode, so you'd walk on one and then squish, and paint you know goes flying. Uh, that was fun. Um, so one of the rooms that we were in, it was pretty interesting because I asked, um, does it bother you that people walk through with uh, these paintball guns? And it said all the time, which is pretty pretty fascinating because getting one word, yeah, you know, that means something to what you just asked. Yeah, it's a coincidence, but three words. You know, when you hear it, that th- this one was not on the ovulus, it was on the uh, spirit box. I hate the spirit box because the it just gives me a headache. <laughs> so, but it you came out, no. yeah, but it came out all the time. And we just looked at each other going, oh, wow. So then we had to explain that we actually shoot each other for fun, <laughs> but with little balls of paint. <laughs> um, you know, they're not here, um, you know, it's for entertainment purposes. But that that was so, we were so excited to. To get that response have you ever played paintball cap no no just just for fair warning for you and anybody else who may come across this don't let anybody tell you frozen paintballs are easier or softer just why, don't. Would, why would they be softer they're frozen they're, they're not well yeah <laughs> they become like a rock yeah. <laughs> i remember when i was a kid and i wanted to have snowballs for the summer and i put them in the freezer and they became like concrete they're not <laughs> yeah. soft yeah, it's just, like, it's just one of those things that, you know, it's kind of like going out snipe hunting, right? You know, <laughs> <Some people laughs> out there. for you kids listening, because I know there's a lot of kids that are 13 that listen to this. Uh, anyways, <laughs> do somebody, not freeze paintballs. Trip said Bigfoot. Um, no, I, you know, I. You mentioned the place, and then I, I, you know, I'm probably some of my. Well, you might even know this place, Hillview Manor. It's been no. on TV a couple of times. No, it's not that far from me. And uh, somebody said, "Hey, got you a ticket to go to this event." Of course, the catch was I was driving, but that's okay, whatever. And um, it's supposed to be one of the most more haunted places in the area. And I got there, and I'm like, "Okay, if you all say so." I spent the night there. You know, most well, I got left at like five. And I'm like, oh, that's so stupid. Either 
stay until it starts getting light out or leave earlier. But yeah, and I was, you know, like, and these people were like, you could tell, like, some of them were just the general, you know, adrenaline junkies who were so excited to be there. Yeah. And I'm like, sit down and shut up for five seconds. Did you hear that? No, because you won't shut the. <laughs> it's like those TV shows. Did you see that? It's like, no, the camera was on your face. I saw nothing. Yeah. It's like, come on. That's why I hate public. That's probably the only reason I ever, that's the only one and only public ghost hunt I've ever done. It's just like, oh, wow. Ugh. Like, this doesn't make sense to me to go out with a bunch of strangers who you just don't know if you, you know. Oh, look, I, I, I feel something. Well, take your coat off then. <laughs> maybe, maybe it's gas. I don't know. Yeah, yeah, like, uh, <laughs> you just don't know the people. It's hard to yeah, accept what they're telling you. Especially when 10 minutes ago they were you know, running around thinking they were being chased by a ghost. <laughs> um, yeah, I used to hate when um, we used to get uh, clients treat us kind of like their own personal TV show. And we'd get there and they're like they're watching ghost hunters or something while we're, we're in there. And we're just like, it's like, thank you for letting us come into your home to investigate what you're, what you're experiencing. But then sometimes people would have their friends over and they're all drinking beer yep. and they're all like, Hey, can we join you? No, no, you cannot. Um, <laughs> sometimes we'll, we'll let the client who lives there stay with us sometimes. Um, but their friends, especially if they have beer with them, no, we're not your entertainment. We're here trying to help you. And um, we had uh, this one place, their friends are like, well, can we watch them outside? We're like, like through the windows, like, no, because you're going to contaminate any evidence that we'll be getting on camera or video camera. Yeah, exactly. Did you see those? I see out there. Yeah. <laughs> so we had to take garbage bags and cover all the windows because we knew darn well that they were going to be watching, trying to watch. And it's like, no, like. I was so frustrating. It's like, we're trying to conduct an actual investigation here. We're trying to get clues and you guys aren't helping. Like it's really frustrating. You know, it's funny you mentioned that because I had a, a former cast member for one of those ghost hunter shows mm -hmm. right between the lines there. <laughs> <laughs> Not the main franchise, but a spinoff. Okay. May have, may have been worldly. <laughs> oh, back, okay. Back in the day. So gotcha. Uh, <laughs> good guy. Dig back for the archives. You can find an interview of him too. Um, <laughs> oh, that's way back. That is way back. But anyways, uh, he told me that there were certain scenes they would recreate. And they yeah. put garbage bags on the windows and intentionally bring you know like really bring it down to like almost dark in there so it looks so they could shoot it in the infrared and whatever. Mm -hmm. And it was one o'clock in the afternoon. Yeah, I heard that. Yeah, and they would be there sometimes for a couple of weeks, not just like overnight. Oh yeah, the, the the this show I was talking about was there for three days. First day was actual investigation, and the next two were making sure everything fit into that half an hour puzzle. Yeah, which is just which I have to give them kudos though because they are a business. It is for entertainment. They're they're there to make oh, yeah. money, but it also opened the doors to make paranormal a little bit more mainstream. So oh yeah, you know... arguing that they're, they what they did. I mean, we won't be talking about them. Yeah, but. For people who think they're role models or any any kind of uh, platform besides entertainers, well, we need, that's where this conversation genesis from. Because unless you understand it's entertainment, yeah, you think it's gospel, and that's how you should host hunt. Um, yikes! Years ago, when I first started investigating, my daughter she would love those shows, and she banned me from watching them with her because I'm like, that's not how it's done. Or no, you're supposed to place the equipment over here. Not, and she's like, mother, you're ruining it for me. Just leave. I'm just like, well, <laughs> it's like, I'll, I'll try and be quiet. And then she'll hear me go. <sighs> <laughs> no, see where I got myself in trouble was like, there'd be a night where you're having the deadest of dead investigations, right? So we're sitting around doing an EVP session in a basement or an attic, you know, outside the beaten path of the homeowner's property. I'd be like, oh, man, I wonder what's in that box. <laughs> or, you know, like, I'd be I'd be investigating some real stuff. <laughs> but about, about two hours in. And my favorite story, what the? Windows menu, that's good. Um, 
do not reboot <laughs> yeah, or like, install updates. <laughs> so we're sitting in this lady's attic, right? And she is 200% sure she's got paranormal activity. I mean, like, doesn't matter what we find. doesn't matter. Like, I don't even know why we're there. She's She's gone, right? And I'm sitting up there for a couple of people, and I'm like, what is that thing that keeps, you know, because there's cars driving by outside because you're, you know, in town, but this this reflection keeps going. I'm like, where is that coming from? Because, I mean, it's not, you know, it's not like we're shot, you know, like it's something in this this room. And we're in the attic, and there's a bunch of boxes, and like it's just not adding up. So I go over and stand where the, you know, reflection was on the wall trying to figure out, and I'm like, oh, there it is. And they're like, what? I'm like, I don't know what it is, but I can see something that's shiny between these piles of boxes. <laughs> you know where this story's going, right? I start moving this lady's boxes around <laughs> trying to get to this item. <laughs> she has a, a Santa head with these big blue, like, glass eyes. Like, they're big. Like, you know, you googly eye big, right? Okay, yeah. And I'm like, this Santa is wow. Right? And they're looking at me like, well, what is it? And I turn it around really slow. And they're like, holy <laughs> like they're just all like, <laughs> like they're memorized by this. Like, I don't, I've never seen one anything like that since or before. And I, you know, I spent some time on eBay trying to find one because I just wanted one. And, no. and you've never seen one before. Never seen one before and haven't seen one since. I kind of wish. Wow. No. <laughs> wish I would have stuck it in the old backpack. No. <laughs> what? You're going to find it in your closet now one of these days. Oh, I probably. <laughs> Or, you know, in the middle of my bed when I wake up. Instead of waking up with a horse head or, or fish. I was just thinking a horse head. <laughs> you wake up with a big fish in the bed beside, or a big Santa head. Now, my, my you mentioned um, people wanting to witness an investigation. So we're there. We're wrapping up. <clears throat> I, you know, I was, I'm always brutally honest with people. I'm like, yeah, I don't know. If, I don't think we got anything. But, you know, we'll go look through it. And I could be wrong. I've been wrong before. But, you know, based off. What I seen tonight. Well, she's like, can you come back? And I said, yeah, we can, you know, let's get through the first stuff. And maybe, yeah, you're right. Maybe we missed it. And she's like, well, you want to set up a day now? And I'm like, yeah, okay. You know, why not? You're, she's like, how about a Saturday? I'm like, well, Saturday night seems to work better for everyone. She's like, how about a Saturday afternoon? And I'm like, normally don't oh. do Saturday afternoons. Why are you thinking afternoon instead of because we can have some people over and have a good time. And I looked at her and said, I'm not a birthday party entertainment game. So no. If she's we like, do that, we're charging you 500 bucks. <laughs> she's like, but there's a lot of, I guess the kid was interested. In, I'm like, yeah. If you want us to talk to him about this and, you know, engage with him about it, that's fine. But I'm not doing it for 25 screaming kids or <laughs> probably a little too young for this. Yeah. That's when the age of her son, but... Thankfully, he wasn't there the first night because, you know, I'm, I'm, I'm still dumbfounded he wasn't there the first night. It just amazes me. Like, it can be a lot of fun with the right people. And um, we've been fortunate that we haven't had anything too intense that, to investigate. And I think that's because we always make jokes about things. So our, our vibration is just happy, and you know. Yeah. Um, but it's amazing how people don't take this seriously and it can be dangerous oh yeah without question it could be it could leave you i don't even want to say physically harmed for life it could just leave you mentally scarred yep and i don't think enough people appreciate that um the other question oh, okay we're we're here let's ask this right how how do you Go about like this this client who I didn't believe, or the one that was two hundred and twenty percent in, right? It I could you know show her, oh, it was a raccoon in your attic, or the crazy Sienna, or you know like you know <laughs> you know there's no there's no turning back with some of these people, right? They believe, and you're just there kind of trying to give them validation, but you know it doesn't matter if you do or not. They'll just call. Them cat or call Jim if they didn't get the right answer from either one of us, they'll call the next people until yep. they get what they wanted to hear and say, no, they were just wrong. So how do you, how do you deal with those type of people? Because I was never too successful because well, type A personality here. You know. 
We have had clients that they've said uh, you're the second or third team that we've had here and they, they didn't catch anything. Um, and, and we would. So we just tell the clients or, or vice versa. You know, we've had another team in here. They caught all kinds of stuff and we're not picking up anything or hardly anything. And we just tell them that um, the way I like to explain it, have you ever been out for a walk and animals like a stray cat, whatever, just wants to follow you? Um, I kind of take it like that with spirits as well. Um, so I could be holding um, the ovulus and I'm not getting any response on it at all. But yet one of my team members has it and they're getting all kinds of response for whatever reason. It just depends on the on the individual. So sometimes it just depends on who's there. They might not get anything. Maybe the spirits are like, nope, I don't like these people or no, we want to mess with these people, you know, uh, so we're going to give them some evidence. So it just depends on the group, I think. It, it's for sure. It depends on the chemistry of the group that's present. Yeah. That too. It can. Yep. Because there are some people, like you mentioned, who are, um, how do I say this nicely? Debbie Downers when it comes <laughs> to spiritual things. Yeah. Yeah. And there are a lot of people who bring their own baggage to investigate. Yeah. Where I've, it becomes tricky trying to figure out was it the thing there or the thing with the person? Yep. I've, um, when I was really into the investigating, um, I have told the team maybe twice that, no, I can't, uh, I know I told you that I would um, go on this investigation, but I'm just not in in the right mood or the mental state. Um, and um, I just feel like it would be too dangerous for all of us. So uh, I'm, I'm not going to go. And everyone understands sometimes that happens. Yeah, for sure. And it's, it's good to have that self-awareness that you don't necessarily need to go out there and be present. Yeah, look, I don't want to be in a like a bad mental place, you know, for for that day, and something follow me home and attack my family, you know. Um, so it all depends on what your mood is. At least I believe that. So, I'm going to tell you a story out of a huge story. Okay. I could probably spend the next. Well, we got only 40 minutes left, and this story kind of intertwines with a bunch of them. But uh, speaking of moods for an investigation. Um, I left my mom's house and I headed back to where we were living and, um, it's coming up for you. And I, I just got feeling, had a, had an experience with an animal, um, you know, how you see animals and you, they kind of talk to you and speak to you in different ways about things. And I called my wife and I said, I'm not coming home yet. And she's like, you've got an investigation and must've been like six hours. Where are you going? I'm going to New York. And she's like, okay, because I just told you you have an investigation in like six hours. New York's like two and a half hours away. You know, getting good at math here, that's not <laughs> a lot of margin of error. Yeah. And she's like, so where are you going? That is a good question. I don't know yet. And she's like, uh-huh. You know, I'm like, hey, I'll be back for the investigation or I'll be still doing mine. I, it's just what it is. <laughs> right? And she's like, not really, because, you know, X, Y, and Z are depending on you picking them up and all this other stuff. And I said, well, we'll see. <laughs> and she's like, you've got, must have been six and a half hours. And I said, okay. <laughs> and I took off and I went up there and drove around this little, the little corner of New York by Pennsylvania there, right, for an hour and a half. I looked at the clock and I said, oh, it is time for me to head back. So whatever this was, was just a, a wild goose chase. Mm. So I drive through this little town, come up over the hill, and the on-ramp for the interstate there, because I'm going to get back on the interstate. You know, because I'm trying to be home on time because I don't want to be the next ghost that people are running. And <laughs> I missed the on-ramp. Really? I've seen it. Like, it was, you know. Those are big signs. You don't normally miss interstate signs. And so I, I had to go up the road and turn around. Drove down the road a little bit because the first house scared me for very reason, you know, redneck reasons. Okay. Okay. <laughs> uh, I don't want to be dead in somebody's driveway in New York. And <laughs> so I went down the next one and it looked a lot nicer. So I turned around in there and in that little dip be between the two houses, I was like, 
what's going on here? And I stopped. You know, backwards you're gonna stop and look. And I'm like, I don't get it. But we're going home. But this feels like where I should have been the whole time. Little stream, you know, this, that, and the other. So I call my wife and tell her I'm headed home. She's like, well, yeah, I figured you were. <laughs> I said, and she's like, well, was it worth it? And I said, I think so, but I don't know why. You know, this, this you know, these conversations always go well with somebody who's. <laughs> and, she, and she's like, so, you, <laughs> you just spent six hours driving around looking for something. You don't even know if you found it. And I said, yeah. yeah. I said, I'm, I, I think I do, but yeah, I don't know. So I, you know, we go do the investigation. And of course, me being there is, you know, totally not worth me being there because I'm trying to process the events of my investigation from earlier. Yeah. And so we get home and wake up the next morning and I'm on Google, right? I'm trying to figure out why this place, this little ditch up there in the middle of nowhere, just paused me. Because, you know, there's a lot of little ditches and and that's the start of the creek that runs, ran down through our town and runs probably as the crow flies half a mile from my house now. Mm-hmm. Like that is the, there should have been a sign there that said that was the marker for the beginning of the creek. But it apparently disappeared before I got there. Because there was a picture on Google of the sign being there. But when I got there, there wasn't. So I told my wife that. And she says, how did you find that? Because I showed her on the map where it was. And I said, well, I told you. I didn't know where I was going. And she's like... Something was calling you. She's like, there's no way that you managed... To... And I, I showed her the whole... From I got off this exit and looped for these small... T- you know, like... I was yeah. trying to figure out, you know, where how... You know, I'm like, how do I get from here or there? With... So I'm, you know... Stopping at these weird cemeteries. You know, like... Maybe it's in here. <laughs> like, maybe you know, like hopefully it's this one. You you know you look at it for forty or twenty minutes. You're like, I don't think it's here. <laughs> so you get back in the car and you know you're just shooting. You know, well when you don't know what you're looking for, it's hard to find it. Yeah. And then so I told her, and she's like, okay. And what does that mean? <laughs> I don't <laughs> it know. I, it means I pulled something out of something somewhere. I, yeah. <laughs> Stay tuned. We'll figure it out. <laughs> but it was just, it was weird. And, um, yeah. Maybe um, you weren't in the right frame of mind for that investigation that night, and then that little drive kind of prepared you? I don't I don't know. Like I said, I, I have never figured out why it had to happen, I mean, that night, except I had the time to do it. Huh. Nice day for a drive. I don't know. Yeah. <laughs> Strange. <laughs> but... That's what life does to you sometimes. Yep. So speaking of weird stories, I don't think that was a good story for you to narrate. But <laughs> we'll leave people questioning your sanity for uh, for narrating that one. Maybe you can have them write in with, what does I this question- reality mean instead of interpreting this dream? <laughs> I question your sanity anyways, Jim. Yeah, I know. It's a, it's a constant battle for you and um, trained professionals as well. <laughs> So you're you're out trying to solicit stories to narrate? Is that what I understand these days? Yeah, I'm trying to grow my my show a little bit. So when I first started six years ago, I used to think the paranormal was just ghosts. So I used to have people saying, "Oh, I have um, uh, alien encounter. Would you like that?" I'm like, "Nope, ghosts. That's paranormal." But then, as <laughs> I don't know why, and the more I got into the topic, I realized, no, paranormal is not just ghosts. It could be um, cryptids and aliens and just weird things right uh mandela effect i chalk it up to being in in that category and so now what i'd like to do because i've narrated a book i'm going to be working on book two pretty soon i can mention that in a minute but i'm trying to get people to send me their either creepy or paranormal stories so i can narrate on the show and if i get enough uh so the show right now gets released on it at the second and uh last sunday of every month so if I can get enough stories put together, what I'd like to do is on the days that I don't release um, an episode, I would like to just narrate stories. So I would have the narrating part, and then I would have the um, the paranormal show as well with guests. <laughs> and it's really, really difficult to get people to send me their stories. 
It is. I mean, I, I know how hard it is to get people to tell you a story, let alone send, you know. Yep. At times it's, and then there are other times that it just happens. And you're not expecting it. You yeah. heard me tell the story about the old man at the mall before, right? You told me that or I told you that? No, I told, I, I don't oh. know. I'm pretty sure I told it on here before. I don't know. Okay. We'll tell it again for, for Kat because she doesn't yeah. remember. Um, I don't remember a lot of stuff. So. <laughs> what I had for lunch today? Not a clue, but this story is 10 years ago. So. <laughs> <laughs> um, had my team jacket on. Very important factor. This walking around the indoor flea market. Like one does. You know, because um, I'm just always looking for the, you know, that thing. And people ask me what that thing is. I know. I'll know it when I see it. And uh, so I'm, you know, peeking around. And uh, so I'm walking around, walking around. I get back to, because I went in and went to the left and, you know, made the circle around. And uh, started back around because, you know, I didn't find the thing I wanted to find. So we're just kind of feel like I missed it, so we're going back around. And this old, I'm not trying to be dramatic or ageist or any of that stuff, but he had a cane and had, like, white, white hair. So when I say old, it's very respectfully, but just so you can see the picture in your mind. Yep. And he uh, pops up, <clears throat> like a spring chicken, pops up and comes out from behind his table and grabs me by the elbow. And, you know, I love people that do that. <laughs> right? He says, I gotta, I gotta tell you something. And I said, I looked at him and said, Okay. <laughs> right? Like, you're lucky you still be standing there. <laughs> but I didn't say that to him, but that's just the way, you know, not, not a good place to grab somebody. But so that, I said, Okay, well, what? And he says, I just don't. I said, It's okay. I, I mean, I, I hear some strange stuff, dude. He starts laughing. He's like, I know. <laughs> you know, like, he's 100% confident. I've heard some strange stuff. He's just uncomfortable. And he says, so, my wife died eight months ago. I can't remember the exact number. And he says, I see her every night before I go to bed. And it's just been such a comfort to me. And he said, I had to tell somebody. But if I tell my kids, I'll be at the nursing home before you can say, gone. Yeah. And I said, well. Keep that to yourself. You're right. They will put you there really quick, but appreciate it because there are people out there who would love to see their loved one again. Yeah. And just, so he said, thank you for listening. And I said, well, of course, that's what I'm here to do. And he's like, no, you're here to shop. And I said, apparently not. (laughs) I mean, out of everybody that was there, why did he single you out and decide to tell you that? Did he know who you were? Well, like I said, I had my team jacket on, so you oh, must okay. on it. Yeah. And then worked up the courage because I came back around. So he didn't he didn't say anything the first time I was looking at his junk. <laughs> <laughs> you know, so but you know, that's one of those things you you're you're trying to find something, you don't know what it is. Yep. And then it finds you. So I appreciate that. Yeah, I, I get strangers coming up to me sometimes or even people that I know that don't know um, what I do and they'll just start telling me about, oh yeah, I lived in a haunted house and they start telling me the story and they said, you probably think I'm crazy. I'm like, no, I'll explain why. Just tell, continue with your story. And then they're like, and you actually believe me? And I'm like, yeah, I do. And then I tell them, they're like, what? It's just, it's just, it's fascinating how people just all of a sudden go up to you. Okay, so I have another fun story for you. Now, we'll get into the book here in a second because I promised you would do that and we'll do that for sure. <laughs> sure. Um, so a month ago, well, probably before I had COVID, so that was October, so September. Yeah, yeah. A month ago, September. <laughs> <laughs> the 80s was 10 years ago, so. <laughs> yeah, like, oh, okay, that worked out well. Um, I was at uh, a Walmart probably an hour from my house, and I walked out, you know, as you do, blah da <laughs> And this FedEx truck honks. And I'm like, what? You were already sitting there. What? What is your problem? Right? So I, I kind of angle because that's where I'm headed towards my car. And I hear, love the show. No way. And I went, what? <laughs> you know, like, 
He says, yeah, Mallard, I love the show. And I went, oh, I, I was That's waiting awesome. while you knocking at me in the middle of... <laughs> yeah. He's like, love the show. And I said, yeah, cool. I, I mean, I didn't know what to say to him. Like, you yeah. Know, like, so it was fun. Like I said, I have no idea. It's pretty weird to be recognized, you know, at you know places that you're supposed to be recognized where people know you. Yeah. Or, um, pulling me out of a crowd of people that are walking out of a Walmart. I haven't had that, but I have. Um, so I'm, I'm a couple of hours from Ottawa here in Ontario. And um, my daughter and I, we really, well, especially my daughter, she has a problem <laughs> with crystals. So we go to gem shows. Um, and I was wearing, well, actually, I'm wearing it now. I have a Paranormal Heart sweater. Oh, yeah. And I was uh, wearing it. So what you do to these shows, um, so they have all these vendors, and then they give you like a basket when you first go in. And then um, you grab whatever gems that you want. There's usually a price underneath. And uh, you bring it to the cash when you're done, and then they tally it up. So my daughter and I were just paying for the for the uh, gems this that were full, this bucket full of stuff. <laughs> yeah, pretty much. <laughs> and uh, this the girl that was serving us the cashier, she says, "Oh, um, oh no." So how it started off was the lady behind me says, "Do you happen to use any of those gems like for Reiki or anything like that?" I'm like, "No, but I am a paranormal investigator." And everybody there was like maybe five people around. They're all like, "Really?" Especially the cashier. She goes is that your show paranormal heart i'm like yeah it is so she wrote it down and she goes i'm gonna take a listen and i don't know if she ever did but i was just like oh thank you i really appreciate it you know told her where to find it and everything and but yeah that's the closest i've ever come to anyone recognizing the show it is fun to have those people who are surprised and engaged yeah so okay so you started narrating books which blew my mind because you didn't like your own voice I'm, i'm pretty sure you still don't but I mean, there was a time that you definitely did not. I still hate it, but I'm going with it. (laughs) (laughs) So one day I was um, kind of bored and I was chatting with Brian Anderson. uh, Lovely, lovely man. Just he's such a great guy. Uh, And you know that he he's narrated books and things like that for 10 years, 10 plus years, I think. I was going to say decade at least. Oh, yeah. So uh, I just asked him one day, I'm like, so somebody wants to get into doing narrations. How do I, how do they do it? So he told me to go to this website. I think it was called uh, Cast and Call Club. He says, just go there, uh, create a profile. And then they, there's going to be a list of like commercials and um, YouTube shows and a whole bunch of things um, where they want people to narrate things. And there's going to be a script there. So you just read the script, send it in. And there's going to be like a time limit of when you can submit your your uh, narration. And if they choose you, well, you get paid not a lot of money, but at least it gets you out there. So after I did my profile, I put on Facebook, I said, well, this happened today. And then a friend of mine, <laughs> JB Coates, she's a paranormal investigator. She she messaged me and says, I want you to narrate my books. And I've known her for a few years. So I'm just like, wait a minute. You, you have books? I didn't even know she was an author. She says, yeah, I have four books out and um, I just, I'm just i going to have uh, six in the series. I'm just like, oh my gosh, she says, I've been wanting to have a narrator, but I, I couldn't find anybody with the voice. You have the voice. And I'm like, well, I absolutely hate it, but yeah, let's give it a shot. <laughs> and um, uh, like I told you before we, uh, we went live, Brian Anderson said, usually uh, to narrate a book, it takes about three months. That's That's the limit. Sometimes I'll say they want it in three or four weeks. Uh, but three months is usually the norm. So I've never done this before. Um, Brian Anderson would send me video tutorials. We were Skyping almost every day, sometimes like for three or four hours. I'm sure he banged his head on his desk countless times because wondering why is she not getting this? <laughs> um, but finally, um, I, I, what I would do is I would narrate a chapter, send it to the author and tell her, is this, does this sound okay? And she'd say, yeah, you said he instead of she, or, you know, whatever corrections. Um, and then I would edit and process everything myself. Um, some people just send it to somebody to do, uh, to do all that for them. It was a learning curve. It really was. I had lots of struggles. Um, summertime, it would be lawnmowers because I'd, I'd sit down everything's quiet it's like okay start recording and then the neighbor over there and the neighbor over there and the neighbor and they're all mowing together i swear they knew or in the winter time it would be snowblowers i'm just like are you kidding me like 
for the love remind, of God. Remind me after the show. I have a song on you, but go ahead. Sure. <laughs> <laughs> so sometimes I would do like a, I would record the, the the noise from outside and send it to uh, JB and uh, Brian and say, "Yep, I guess I'm not narrating yet." <laughs> and then they could hear it in the background. It's like, "Oh my God, that's noisy." But yeah, it took eight months to do it, but. It's been released for a few months now. It's called Integrity, an Obsidian Guardian novel written by J.B. Coates, uh, my very first book. And I finished reading her second book. And as uh, soon as her and I can get to, because we like to talk about characters and all that. So um, I'll, I'm going to be working on, on uh, book two pretty soon. Um, we were supposed to have a chat, but then she had a tornado go through her, uh, her town recently. And uh, they weren't affected, but they didn't have any power. Then I got COVID. And um, yeah, so um, probably in the new year now. <laughs> so I look forward to doing the other one. Sounds vaguely familiar. I understand how that all turns and transpires sometimes. Okay, so you, we've talked about authors here. I guess I've got another story for Kat because this one she's not going to want to put on her channel. <laughs> um, you mentioned back in the day you thought ghosts were everything, right? And that was yeah. where you were going to be and that's the hell you're going to die on. I was pretty much that way early too, right? But I think then we all were. I got this um, got this email. You know, you get these uh, must have been from like my guest, my radio guest .com or whatever it was. And it said paranormal romance. Well, I seen the keyword paranormal. I'm in. Click send without a second thought. Oh no. Right? <laughs> And she agrees to come on. And she's like, I'll even send you a book. And I went, Oh, okay. Great. Of course, it's a, it's not it's it's fiction, so I can't be bothered. I, I just don't have time for fictional characters when I've got enough real characters in my, my brain to control. So we're sitting there talking. I, I, I found a another podcast with her on, and you know, I'm like, okay, she's reasonable, but don't see the paranormal. I see more she was talking about character development and love. You know, I'm like, okay, well, maybe she's got, you know. You know, me being naive and young and thinking there's got to be some great ghost stories in here that I can, you know. <laughs> nope, 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 nope. And boy, after probably about this time in the show, it, it went kind of sideways. <laughs> and the old, um, really like off the rails, um, it's fun, but it's not fun kind of way. Yeah. Which um, I enjoyed. Because that's kind of, you know, that was kind of that first moment where it just became fun to do this. Even though I had, you know, all these notes and all. I mean, I felt the show was just, I went to push, you know, like, hey, have a good night. And walk, you know, like, <laughs> but I'm sticking with it because, you know, cat knows that I don't boot too many guests. And I'm I'm in it, right? I'm, this is going to make me a better interviewer. So I'm getting, you know, I'm trucking through it. And then it took this wild turn. And I'm like, that was kind of fun. But man, that wasn't ghost related at all. <laughs> <laughs> kind of like a Harlequin romance type thing. <laughs> uh, yeah, on the uh, on the on the uh, probably more more side than that even. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> and I was like, okay, I guess. Then, you know, I pondered up for a while, and then I was like, okay, maybe we could do some of this. A little, you know, it started with I think we went to Bigfoot next because he kind of has that ghostly thing. Before long, it was everywhere. Oh, wow. I can't. <laughs> it's just been wild. <laughs> Have you ever, this is going to be fun, got an email from a guest, nice, long, well-put-together email, and then you picked, well, picked up the phone and called them. <laughs> <laughs> I just dated myself right there. <laughs> and then you started talking to them. <clears throat> And they could not tell a story to save their life or form a sentence even at times it felt like. Yeah, I had a guest once where um, I didn't talk to before. I don't normally talk to them physically before. Yeah. Uh, we just chat a lot on social media or via email and I get a feel for it that way. Um, but this one guest I had, I probably should have looked into him a little further and um Yes, I'm not going to say who it was or when, when I had him on, but to me, he was the worst guest I ever had. He just kept bashing other teams, and I was just like, oh. And, yeah, he had a hard time stringing coherent sentences together. Yeah. Uh, yeah, I, 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 
I was really kicking myself saying that, yeah, I'll have you on. Sounds great. <laughs> so do you, do you listen to stuff now or have you changed that process at all? Or are you still just kind of winging it? What do you mean? Well, you said you didn't, listen, didn't know too much about them. Have you changed oh, that process? Yeah. Um, <laughs> I, right from the get go, I just had a bad feeling, but he kept messaging me for like over a year and just, I already had all my guests lined up and everything. And I was just like, and then I would have COVID. So there was always an excuse not to have him on. Right. Not that I was trying to dodge him, but it's just like, just things just didn't, didn't yeah. work out. And then one day it's like, yeah, okay. I'm, you know, you've been messaging me for over a year. I'm going to have you on. And yeah, I should have done a little bit more digging. I should have looked to see if you did any other shows and I didn't. Usually I do listen to uh, guests to see what, what they've been on other shows. Uh, but I didn't with this guy, <laughs> and it's just like, oh. You're 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 doing more homework than I do. I, I still, I want to come in blind. Like I'll do the research on the guests, but I'll, it's reading. I'm not gonna. I don't yeah. want to hear. I don't want to hear it because if I hear it, I've already heard it, right? I don't want to. Okay, ask yeah. Them, I don't want to ask them about it because that seems, I you know, <laughs> there's me not paying attention to them, so I try to avoid listening to it. So at least it's fresh when I hear it. Because otherwise, I'd be getting in trouble. Lately, sure. I, lately, I've been getting emails from people saying they're the assistant of this world-renowned psychic that <laughs> wants to be on my show. And I'm like, I've never heard of this person. So I reach out to people like you and, and other people that, that are podcasters you know, or paranormal investigators. And I'm like, has anyone ever heard of this person? They're like, nope. And it's like, apparently, they're world-renowned. I don't know who they but... Yeah. <laughs> So yeah, just like thank you. Not interested right now. I'm sure they might be a good guest. I don't know, but you it's should, just you should I, reply. Which world are you talking about? Yeah, yeah. <laughs> I don't know. It just it irritates. And, and when I try to search them, I can't find very much about them. Like if they're world renowned, yeah, you you know they might make a really really good uh, interview. But to me, I feel like they're lying about that, and I don't want to have people like that on. I want to have legit people. You've heard about the yeah. Uh, medium that I had on, well, didn't have on, who sent me this email. Oh. And I'm like, I, I, I said, nah, this, not right now. And she's mm -hmm. like, well, uh, we, I'll give you a free reading. And if you, you know, if you have a good experience, then you can have it on your show. And I said, sure. Because <laughs> that's Why what not? I do. You know, <laughs> maybe, maybe my gut feeling is wrong about this already. <laughs> and so I'm this is, I was in a, oh boy, that was two studios ago. So I was down in the corner of this room and um, had the speakers on because I wasn't, you know, whatever. And I didn't really care because it wasn't a show. And my wife was sitting down at the other end of the, the big table. So she wasn't that far away. And I said, well, I'm talking to this lady. And I said, okay, what do you, what do you think? And she's like, well, you'll have eight kids. And I, I swear to God, my wife almost died out of the laughing part. And I said, well, how many do I have now? And she's like, four. I'm like, no, 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 I don't. And then she proceeded to tell me, you know, this whole slew of things that not verifiable. Like, I mean, I, you know, I'm semi-private about things like that. Yeah. You can find it, though. If you, I mean, it is available via Google. You can find, I mean... Right, you can find these things, but deny. No, you have four. Like, no, I don't. I'm pretty comfortable with what I know. <laughs> Maybe you're reading someone else. <laughs> yeah, like, pretty sure. I, I, I mean, I, you could say a lot of things that maybe I, you know, don't remember or don't understand. <laughs> but I'm pretty, pretty sure I don't have this, <laughs> this one. I'm pretty confident. I know how many kids I have. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, unless there's two out there floating around that I don't know about what. <laughs> Which you might want I was to thinking of that. You know about until you don't know yeah. about. Well, that would be a little more. Even that seems a little far fetched, but you know, like yeah, you know, play it out that way if you wanted to go that far. But and like I said, it was just weird stuff too. Like so, because you know, at that point, I'm I'm out. But I'm going to play this for the next forty five minutes just for fun. <laughs> you know, so I started asking questions like, "What color is my house?" Mm. Wrong. What kind of, what color of car? What kind of, what kind of car? Wrong, wrong. <laughs> am wow. I on, am I on an Apple or Mac computer? Wrong. <laughs> like I don't. <laughs> like just like I I don't think she got anything right. Wow. 
and some like, am I on a map, a back or a Windows computer? Like that's a 50-50 shot. <laughs> like even blind walk gets that one, you know, half the time. <laughs> nope, nope. Some people. So needless to say, she wasn't on the show. No. <laughs> and uh, the email got blocked, so I don't know if she ever followed up or not. <laughs> oh, you blocked like, her. Or I, she I was, blocked I you. I just preemptive blocked her. Oh, like, okay. I didn't hear any more from her. I was out. Like wow. I was probably the only person I've preemptively blocked from my email. Like I, I you know. I don't know. <laughs> um, <laughs> hope she doesn't. Oh, oh. Hope that's not her living. Uh, well. If she is, she might want to check her update her refund policy. <laughs> no kidding. Well, Kay Offer asked us a while ago. We weren't. I wasn't paying attention. Do Canadian spirits like or dislike Trudeau? <laughs> <laughs> uh, uh, probably dislike. <laughs> you think? Well, I I do. I I dislike them, but yeah. <laughs> no, spirits love them. They want. <laughs> No, see that that was well. The, you know, well, maybe they do because they don't have to deal with them because they're dead. <laughs> That's probably true, right? <laughs> I have no reason to be bitter, so. <laughs> um. Oh boy, we've got nine minutes left. What? Yikes. Holy cow! <laughs> Good thing I caught that because I, I I was ready to ramp off into something else, and I'm like, I don't know if I'm going to go there now. Uh, <laughs> so. But, but I got to ask you the serious question now, because like yeah. I said, I noticed we're running out of time, and I don't want to make sure we've we've kind of dangled the carrot of paranormal heart, but we never really cleaned that up. So let's get let's get, clean that up. Facebook, YouTube. Oh yeah, where to find it? You mean? <laughs> you know, oh, you know the heart. Just tell everybody, you know, all the fun it's stuff. Like, let me know more information, Jim. I don't know where you're going. Double nush. <laughs> <laughs> Half the time I, I don't know where I'm going, Kat. You, you should know that by now. <laughs> oh, I know. Um, yeah, so I'm on YouTube under Paranormal Heart. I'm on, um, oh, what's that, TikTok, but I'm not on there very often. Um, Instagram. Yeah, yeah, I, I, I don't do a lot of that. So if you go to my Instagram, I got I don't even know what I'm called on there. <laughs> it's either Paranormal Heart or Cat. Oh, it's called Cat Ward and then Paranormal Heart Podcast. Um, I also have a link tree there. So um, anybody want to find out where uh, all my links are, they can just go to Instagram into my bio and um, click on the link tree and you'll see I'm on Twitter as well. And... X. <laughs> oh, X. Oh, blasted. Yeah. I'm going ha to have to get a jar and start throwing pennies in it every time I call it the wrong thing. <laughs> we don't have pennies up here anymore. They got rid of them got... a few years yeah, ago. Yeah. Hmm? Because I find them in the most inconvenient places. And I hate it because, you know, it's money. So I have to feel the obligation to take it out from between the car seats. Spent <laughs> <laughs> an hour trying to get there. Got yeah. my penny. <laughs> <laughs> feel like an idiot for wasting that much time on a penny. <laughs> <laughs> but, you know, you know it's there. So <laughs> it's just one of those. Um... So you have a show coming out. Sunday? Sunday. Uh, oh, the 31st, actually. Yeah, I thought I'd seen something. I was like, that isn't the right week, is it? Yeah, it's the last Sunday of the month, so it'll oh, be the 31st. Well, I, for some reason, I thought you said this. Uh, for some reason, I have the second and fourth in my head, not the last. So. Oh, yeah, because sometimes there's five weeks yeah. in a <laughs> so, month. So. Sometimes you throw one in there on me. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, so I... I know today's Tuesday. So, <laughs> so I have uh, Margaret... Uh, Troy and oh, Rob Gutro says to say hello. Oh, good. Yeah, friend of the show as well. Yep, he, he's an amazing guy. So, and, and I just recently met Margaret and and um, oh my God, Troy. <laughs> Sorry, <laughs> Troy, Mr. Klein. <laughs> I just met them through uh, through Rob. Uh, they're on the show and they uh, talk about and investigate. Well, they they talk about how um, they got into the paranormal, uh, what gifts they have. So we know that Rob. Um, is a pet psychic. He can um, communicate with pets that have crossed over. Uh, Troy is also a psychic. Um, and they just talk about a very, very interesting case that they, um, they, they went on with their team. Um, 
found out that there was a double murder at that location and they were able to get uh, photo evidence and like, like everything was just everything that the psychics were feeling, they were able to validate later on, which was, it was a very, very um, interesting case. So you'll have to stay tuned and play Paranormal Heart at your New Year's Eve party. <laughs> Everybody loves a little paranormal and true climb. So yeah. you find the way to bridge them together. So <laughs> yeah. Oh, I'd be uh, remiss if I didn't mention the passing of Ian Pundit. He passed, was that last Wednesday or Thursday? I can't remember, but uh, oh. had a great conversation with him not that long ago. Kind of surprising news when I seen that the other day. Oh. Wow. Uh, yeah. So thoughts and prayers to his family. Yeah. I mean, right, right before the holidays, too. So that was just no good. So, yeah, exactly. No, tr no smooth transition out of that. Um, but we'll, we'll go, we'll try to clean that up. Um, so what's, what's, what's 2024 have you got, I'm sure you have a few people lined up, but who would you like to, to add to the, the roster before? Oh, I have been, I have been trying to get Mr. Johnny's office. We hmm. follow each other on Facebook. Um, He'll he'll like certain things, you know, uh, mm. not very often. I've messaged him. I've actually done, um, um, I've tagged him in Facebook um, uh, posts uh, saying, you know, inviting him on. I've sent him emails, you know. Mm. Um, I was always a fan of Haunted Collector. And I just wanted to talk to him. Like, I don't want to have people on my show because they're well known. I want to have people on the show because I find they're interesting. And... I haven't had anybody really talk about haunted collections. Um, they've spoken a, f a few about dolls that they have and things like that, but I what would is really. It dolls, by the way? <clears throat> What's that? Sorry. Why is it always dolls that draw people? I don't know. I don't like the dolls. So, um, yeah. Anyway, sorry, I didn't mean to interrupt you in the middle. Oh, it's okay. No, so <laughs> I've been I've been trying to reach out to him to have him on the show, but I haven't I haven't had any luck. And it just I think it would be an amazing conversation that we could have to talk about all the um collections that he's he's come across over the years yeah i don't I, I think you should i mean i don't have any swing with him or do i um <laughs> i just thought of something that might maybe 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 it's not i don't know so i better not say that so because because you know some sometimes you think there's a connection but yep. it's the wrong kind of connection that will not help you at all <laughs> <laughs> um yeah okay well oh Boy, well, since I don't have the outro music, we got another minute, so that's good. Oh, okay. Well, let me say where um, if anybody wants to be on the show or they want to have their stories narrated, uh, they can send an email to paranormalheart13 at gmail.com. I would love to hear from people. I'd like to hear where they're listening from, like what country, because I have listeners all over the world. So it would be neat to be able to actually uh, chat with people via email or on social media to find out where in the world are you listening from, what part of the paranormal fascinates you the most. I'd like to have those conversations with them. Yeah, it is always fascinating to hear from somebody who... Uh, actually, it's always fascinating to hear from anybody that's listening, but those people from Brazil or yep. Ireland or wherever it may be. So that's always fun. Yep. But, Kat, it's that time. For the infamous Already. last question, you've had... All six hours to prepare for it. You know it's coming. <laughs> <laughs> so, what is Cat Ward's favorite breakfast? Oh, it's pretty boring, <laughs> actually. <laughs> Oatmeal, fruit, and yogurt. <laughs> oh, that is pretty boring. Yeah. We'll have to be back with somebody else who can spice those back up. <laughs> well, I could put spiced rum in my oatmeal, but <laughs> does that then count? You get oh. <laughs> <laughs> All right, Cat. Well, thank you for stepping in and fill this. Some, of the, some days you just can't get somebody. And yep. other days, everybody wants the 14th, but nobody can do the 21st. It's just, it's just weird. Yep. So, Well, thank you so much for having me. And hello to everyone listening. And hello, especially to the Duck Pond. Yeah. Good to, good to catch up with you. And you were worried we don't have anything to talk about. Huh. I know. I'll be back on Facebook in a few minutes. <laughs> Coming up on 5-Minute News, I'm Anthony Davis. You might think it's partisan because maybe it's critical of one side or the other, but it's not. It's just the truth. And I think that's also something that's kind of unusual for Americans listening to the radio or to podcasts because 
The news landscape in the States has been so partisan for so many decades. So 5-Minute News is verified, truthful, independent, unbiased and essential world news daily.